My name is David, and it's uh, truly an honor sharing God's Word with you today. Uh, according to statistics, they say that Christian persecution is on the rise again. Um, I live here in Seoul, South Korea, and I don't know where you guys live, but uh, you know, where we live in a free, democratic world, Christian persecution is you know, it's not readily visible, but just a few miles north of the border in North Korea, uh, Christians are being martyred for their faith. Underground churches are being shut down. And not only is it uh, uh, harsh in North Korea, but we see Christian persecution in China, uh, in Indonesia, in the Middle East, in Africa, and in different parts of the world. And um, I think today's text is a good reminder for us not to be discouraged, uh, not to be shameful of the gospel, but just as Apostle Paul wrote, uh, we need to boldly proclaim the gospel and the risen Christ and the cross because um, in the Bible it says that once we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, we are going to face persecution. Uh, that's a fact, but we need not to worry because Jesus, He has already overcame the world and all we have to do is remain steadfast in His love and we just need to proclaim the truth and God is going to do the rest. So let's take a look at today's text. John chapter 8, verses 48 through 59. The Jews answered him, Aren't we right in saying that you are a Samaritan and demon-possessed? I am not possessed by a demon, said Jesus, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. I am not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Very truly, I tell you, whoever obeys my word will never see death. At this, they exclaimed, Now we know that you are demon-possessed. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say that whoever obeys your word will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus replied, If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My Father, whom you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I said I did not, I would be a liar like you, but I do know him and obey his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. You are not yet fifty years old, they said to him, and you have seen Abraham. Very truly I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. At this they picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. Uh, today's text concludes uh, the confrontation that Jesus had uh, with the Pharisees and uh, we see throughout the exchange that 
Jesus, he never lets his emotions get ahead of him. Sometimes when we are arguing for the sake of the gospel or sometimes when we're engaged in a heated debate, uh, we let our emotions get the best of us. So uh, we let it, the conversation get personal. So, you know, sometimes we curse. Sometimes we say things that are not entirely uh, true. We, we kind of taint uh, the truth with, uh, with, with, their, uh, with their emotions and how I'm feeling. I let the anger get the best of me. But in the exchange between the Pharisees and Jesus, he just boldly proclaims the truth. Uh, the truth that was revealed to him by God, and he doesn't let his emotions or he doesn't let uh, his anger get the best of him. And verse 48 and 49, they, the, the, the Pharisees, uh, the Jews are accusing Jesus, and they, they say that, uh, aren't we right in saying that you're a Samaritan and demon-possessed? And during that time, um, uh, Samaritans and Jews, they had a horrible relationship, and Samaritans were actually considered uh, probably the, the, the most bottom tier uh, people. And, you know, they're calling Jesus a Samaritan. And not only that, they're saying that Jesus is demon-possessed because of the things that he was saying. And Jesus says, I'm not possessed by a demon, but I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. And verse 50 says, I'm not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. So I think this is very important because in this exchange, Jesus is not seeking his personal glory. He's not, getting, uh, he's not letting uh, uh, these false accusations by the Pharisees get to his heart, but he just boldly proclaims the truth, and he's, saying that he's, uh, and he's saying that he's doing this for God's glory. So when we face persecution in the world, whether it be at our jobs, at our workplace, in our family, in our school, Wherever you may be, I think it's a good reminder that all we have to do is proclaim the truth. We don't have to add extra elements. We don't have to let our emotions get the best of us. But all we have to do is just proclaim what is written in the Word of God, which is, which is the absolute truth. And once we do that, we just let go and let God. He's going to do the rest. And, um, you know, being in ministry myself, sometimes... Um, you know, I want to do more. I want to do better. I want to add my personal thoughts into it. And uh, it becomes an issue of pride sometimes because, you know, every time you, you give a message or you give a sermon or you do Bible study or you're up there speaking in front of other people, you want to put on a, a display, a show. But the more you try to do that, the less effective the gospel becomes. And when you're vulnerable, uh, when you're weak, then we know that God is strong. And we know that the message of the cross, the gospel is so powerful in itself that it doesn't need our extra uh, ingredients or topics. All we have to do is boldly proclaim the truth and it's not, by my, it's not by my might or by my power, but it's the Spirit of God that enables me to proclaim the gospel. And all I have to do is remain steadfast in the truth. And we see... Uh, the Pharisees, they're continually insulting Jesus. And he says, now we know that you're demon-possessed. Verse 52, Abraham died and so did the prophets. Yet you say that whoever obeys your word will never taste death. All Jesus did was tell them that if you believe in me, if you believe in me and the one who sent me, which is God, you will not taste death and you have eternal life. But to the Pharisees, 
They were blinded from the truth. All they saw was their self-righteousness. And all that they deemed important was that they were the descendants of Abraham. And that, was, uh, that fact was enough for them to go to heaven. But we know that, that just because you're a descendant of Abraham, that doesn't get you to heaven because we're all sinners. And we all have the original sin within us. And we are solely allowed into heaven by God's grace and by the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's what Jesus is saying. And in verse 56, it says, Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. And Jesus' saying is that in the beginning was the word of God and he was with God. And he keeps on telling them the truth, but they refuse to see it. And um, verse 58 and 59, Very truly I tell you, Jesus answered before Abraham was born. I am. And this is an incredible, incredible statement by Jesus that he was with God in the beginning. And the Pharisees, they, you know, they turned to stone him because of the perceived blasphemy that they thought Jesus was saying. But this was not the time yet. So Jesus slips past and goes through. Let's go into time of prayer. I think today's text is a good reminder for us. Uh, all we need is the gospel and the truth. And because the gospel is so powerful that it's going to do the rest. So I pray that we could just let go and let God uh, work in our lives. I pray that we could pray for the persecu persecuted uh, Christians worldwide. And I pray that we just remain steadfast in His love. Let's pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the word you have given us today. We know that once we accept you as our Lord and Savior, the world is going to hate us and we're going to be persecuted. But just as Jesus, he faced persecution by honoring you and he did everything for your glory. I pray that in our lives, as we face persecution for loving you, I pray that we may boldly proclaim the risen Christ. I pray that we may uh, shamelessly proclaim the cross and our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. And I pray that as we just proclaim the truth, that you may do the rest. Uh, it's not by our might, not by our power, but we know it's through your spirit that you enable, that you enable us. So I pray that we may live spirit-filled lives. We thank you, we love you, and in your precious name we pray, amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer. 